So you know how I've been spending my Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings lately, right? Yeah, trying to get a sign-up for your mom. Yeah, for a vaccine. Yeah. Turns out there might be an easier way to go about it. Oh, that's good to know. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty excited about my new COVID immunity. Oh. I just got a medically exempt card in the mail. Oh, that sounds totally not suspicious at all. Not suspicious at all. I'll explain. Let me ask you this. Did you ever play in the trash as a kid? No. Never? No, not really. Well, at least one Florida kid is, but he might never do it again. Oh, uh, all that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry! Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show! Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those, don't we, Kirsten? I feel like you've said that before. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few times. We do have a few of those stories, as always. Ripped from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines. Our apologies to Law and & Order. <laughs> and our first one, it seems as usual, comes to us from ClickOrlando.com. Oh, yeah. So getting a coronavirus vaccine in Florida has been challenging take it from me because i get up extra early three days a week to try and register my mom right uh i just may need to resort some more florida-like tactics than just exhibiting patience and computer skills always a good idea the orange county sheriff's office was called the orange county convention center during a coronavirus vaccination attempt because two of the 2,500 people waiting for their second dose of the vaccine just didn't look quite right. I mean, on the surface, they looked like grandmothers. The pair were wearing bonnets, gloves, and spectacles, <laughs> and they presented valid vaccination cards. Mm. But there were some issues with their identification. Oh. And that is probably because their actual ages were 34 and 40. 44. They had dressed as grannies to get their shots, and apparently it had already worked once four weeks earlier. Wow. A spokesman for the Department of Health says that they're probably not the first to have slipped through the cracks. Right. And while the sheriff's office didn't press charges, they did issue trespass warnings, and apparently the ladies did not get their second shot. Well, I knew there was a reason those appointments were getting snatched up so fast. <laughs> it's been very frustrating to see, like, you know, the little success that so many people have had, including you. you you've yeah. been frustrated. Right, I know. <laughs> but and this story is certainly not making things any better. It it definitely isn't. Yeah. And and if you think, you know, the number of people who probably have slipped through the cracks, I mean yeah. I know folks who have been vaccinated, despite the fact that they might not technically qualify, mm-hmm. though they also didn't dress up like grandmothers <laughs> to do it. Yeah, that's really going, you know, all out. It seems like the plot of a really terrible 80s comedy. It does. Yeah. Like totally bosom buddies or... <laughs> uh, she's she's my man. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. White chicks. Like the, all the right. movies, they have the same plot, yeah, right? Yeah. Not but all of them from the 80s. We're trying to get a vaccine. Yeah, this, this is the right. 2021 version. Also a 2021 version. And I don't remember... I want to say it was Miller Lite, but uh-huh. there was most definitely a beer commercial. Yeah. Where Ladies a bunch night. of... Yeah, a bunch of guys that looked like, you know... Uh, 
longshoremen, basically, right. Right. dressed up in women's clothes just to get the beer specials oh. on ladies' night at the bar. Same thing, only now instead of trying to get drunk, we're just trying to get a modicum of immunity right. from coronavirus. Yeah. I was thinking it was... The, remember the hogs? They were like the offensive line for the, the oh, Washington yeah, yeah. Redskins. Maybe that's what it was because I remember them like dressing in drag. And yeah. I, I wonder if it was so they could get some free beer. I mean, why not? Right? I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, it's crazy. Uh, to uh, what I keep thinking of whenever I see when I see this is that old Monty Python bit, Hell's Grannies. Oh yeah. Terrorizing the town. Terrorizing the town. It's like the streets are. Run silent or whatever it is. I don't. I don't remember. It was so so well done. But you know those senile delinquents yes. are definitely getting their vaccines. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm well. I I don't know what the uh, parameters are in England to get the vaccine, <laughs> so I I can't actually say yes, yes, they are. But yeah, signing up for a vaccine in Florida has been a fairly nightmarish process. While the state has managed to crank out a lot of vaccines, right. Like, even when compared to other really large states, yeah. the process has been awful. It's yeah. it's like you have to get up at the crack of dawn, mm-hmm. and you have to log on to the computer, and right. everyone who, who I know does this does it for their parent or grandparent or whoever, and it's like, I'll have eight browser you, windows I was gonna say, open. You have a battle station. You have eight browsers open. You have iPads galore. Three iPads. Three iPads running. Uh, I would computer. use my phone, too, but yeah. my fingers are too fat to type in, right. and there's a lot of typing you yeah. have to do. But then you just sit there for like an hour and stare at it like you're playing, you know, online Kino or something, yeah. except instead of gambling for money, you're just gambling in the hopes that you might get a little extra sleep the next day. Right. Yeah, because once you realize that you've, oh, I've actually hit the jackpot and I've gotten through, now you have to type incredibly fast in order to get through <laughs> at, at that point. I cannot tell you the number of times. And and it shows you how many vaccines are left in each county. Yeah. Well, not how many vaccines, what percent of the mm-hmm. vaccines are, are left in each county. And every time I've gotten through, it's been when our county has like 1% of its vaccines right. left. So by the time I actually get to the scene to pick uh, the screen to pick an appointment, mm-hmm. there's no appointments left. Yeah. It's infuriating. Yeah. It is so infuriating. But, but back to these ladies. Yeah. I mean, what kind of lengths were they going to, to like, you know, try to convince everybody that they were. Of a certain age. I mean, I admire their moxie. Yeah. That's like a good grandmother word, right? They've right. got moxie. <laughs> I love the word moxie. I admire their moxie, yeah. but um, I'm honestly all, almost offended by how lazy and stereotypical the costumes are. <laughs> right. I mean, seriously, they're wearing bonnets. They probably had vapor rub all over their, <laughs> their chest. They smelled of mentholeptus. <laughs> no, but when's the last time... You saw a granny wearing a bonnet. I'm guessing it was in a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, well, I've <laughs> I've seen my grandmother wear one, like when it's raining out. But that was years ago. Well, and I have seen women in bonnets, but they're Mennonite. Sure. Yes. I mean, women, yeah. even little old ladies, don't wear bonnets anymore. No. You, Let's do this. The Looney Florida Tunes cartoon way. is probably right yeah, up your Yeah, Granny right, right. from Tweety Bird's yeah. Granny. She's totally a bonnet no person. in Florida. If you really want to pull off the grandmother look, yeah. 
Uh, you need, first of all, the sunglasses that look like welding goggles that yes. you have to wear after cataract yes. surgery. Yes. You need a pair of Lily Pulitzer uh, pedal pushers. Perfect. Or clam diggers, yeah. if you prefer. And like a white or yes, a, a beige. Or, a yeah. uh, pastel top, probably from Steinmart. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those wide-brimmed visors with Perfect. the telephone cord with holding telephone it together cord in the back. Behind. Thank you very much. And of course, some bright pink Crocs. Yes. That's the granny that's uniform, the ladies. Yes. Come on. If you're if you're not even going to try, then what yeah. are you what are you doing? Lazy. You're in the Lazy. wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> well, our next story also comes to us from clickorlando.com. And it's another case of imposters. More imposters? Imposters. These freaks. Gary Brummett and Walter Wayne Brown Jr. were guests at the Wyndham Deerfield Beach Resort, and apparently they weren't fans of wearing face masks to protect themselves and others from COVID-19. Brummett visited the front desk of the hotel looking for some coffee, and when he was told he needed to wear a mask, he flashed a card that said medically exempt and said he didn't need to. Well, when the hotel manager called his bluff, Brummett, who, by the way, is 81 years old, said Mm -hmm. that he was a U.S. Marshal and that he could arrest the manager for forcing him to mask up. Okay. Brown pulled a very similar stunt when he was asked to mask up by hotel management and employees also called his bluff. They contacted the cops, who showed up with an actual U.S. Marshal and arrested both of the men on charges of impersonating a federal officer. Well, now I really want to see this medically exempt card. It must look very convincing. Because I'm starting to think it might be an I'm not so bright card. Yeah, seriously. It's probably printed up on some dot matrix printer somewhere. And uh, yeah, you, you you fill out an ad in the back of Rolling Stone magazine to get one, right? Does, exactly. Does the magazine still exist? I don't even know. Yeah, I okay. hope so. <laughs> I hope so. It at least exists online, and then it would be probably even easier to get your medically exempt card. Oh, boy. No, but, but what I'm thinking is, it's like, if, if, if I say that I'm a medically exempt U.S. Marshal, why am I leading with the medically exempt part of it? I would be flashing my badge as a U.S. Marshal. That's probably going to shut somebody down right away. Right. Like the don't know. What he needed was a don't you know who I am card. Yes. That's what he needed. Right. He didn't need the, you know, COVID equivalent of a emotional support peacock. You know, it's it's all flashy and good to have the card. But what does it really do for you? I mean, when it comes right down to it, if you have a viable medical reason for not wearing a mask. Yeah. HIPAA law says you don't have to disclose what that is. You can just say, I have a medical issue. I can't wear a mask. Right. And And that location has a right to say, well, then you need to go back to your hotel room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it it works both ways, folks. And I'm also wondering why a U.S. Marshal, like of all the things to pick, you pick a U.S. Marshal. It's like, was there a fugitive on the run that we weren't aware of? It's like. Why doesn't he just say, I'm the king of Spain? Yes. I don't need to wear a mask. It actually would probably work better. If you said <laughs> Very true. Very true. So this this whole, yeah, the whole story just unravels. Because yeah. first of all, it's illegal in the state of Florida to criminalize mask mandates. Right. And I know that sentence was super confusing because yeah. I can't think of a better way to phrase it. But basically, Governor DeSantis has stripped cities and counties of the power right. to make it a misdemeanor or any kind of a crime to not wear a mask yeah so when people walk into a store and it says that we require face coverings in there like you can 
I mean, technically, that's private property, and they can do what they want. Yeah, right. Yeah, but they can't call the cops. No, that's what they. Well, uh, they can call the cops, but the cops are powerless right. because there's nothing they can do about it. Right. So okay. So backing up then. Yes. It's not illegal yeah. to not wear a mask in Florida. <laughs> right. It is illegal to impersonate a federal agent. Yeah. So to get out of where not wearing a mask. Uh huh. Which again, yeah. not illegal. Not illegal. You're going to perform a felony. Yes. <laughs> this makes no sense. These are the lengths that you'll go to. I suppose. To just not have like a piece of cloth between your face I suppose. And mine. I'm sure the handcuffs were much more comfortable oh, than a piece of cloth yes. uh, wrapped around your ear. Yeah. And so here's my other question about okay. this story. Because as always, I have questions. So many questions. Who is believing an 81-year-old man is a working federal marshal? Yeah, I mean, unless... I mean, nobody, because apparently they called the cops anyway. Unless but... you literally look like a marshal from the Old West. <laughs> that's probably the only way With that like that's going to happen. like a 10-gallon hat and a yeah, big Yeah, and like big a big tent star and, and, <laughs> yeah, and like a vest and like cowboy right. boots. And, yeah. yeah, like I might buy the 81-year-old guy as a <clears throat> small-town country sheriff, yeah. but I'm not guessing that he's there chasing down fugitives. Yeah. Yeah, you're. I don't think you're Wyatt Earp, so yeah, move <laughs> along there, Sonny. That's what he needed, a yeah. big mustache. Yes, that that's always going to help out. So our next story comes to us from the UK Daily Mirror, because Florida stories travel fast. Yes. Seven-year-old Elias Quezada was playing outside his grandmother's house in the Tampa area when he decided that he wanted to play in the garbage can. Why not? Sure, an odd choice, perhaps, but... In this case, also a particularly dangerous choice because it was trash pickup day. Uh Uh-oh. So when the garbage truck came and dumped the bin, Elias ended up in the back of the truck with all of the neighborhood's trash. No. Elias says he thought it was going to be the end for him and that he would end up, quote, like a mashed potato. (laughs) There you go. Fortunately, the driver, Waldo Fidele, was watching the truck surveillance camera and saw something out of the ordinary drop out of the can. He turned off the truck's blade in time and called 911 before the seven-year-old was smushed. Wow. Elias's grandmother says she's pretty thankful he was looking at the camera at the time and acted quickly because otherwise Elias wouldn't be here anymore. No, this is a close call, that's for sure. Absolutely. An important lesson here. Don't try to imitate... Oscar the Grouch, you know, just stay out of the garbage. Oh, my God. Is that why Oscar's so grouchy? Maybe. Because he lives in a trash can? Yeah, and he's probably like, I'm worried that that trash truck is going to haul me off one of these days. See, This I, is my home, people. I always thought that he just had a generally unpleasant disposition. It didn't really dawn on me that he's grouchy because he lives in a trash can. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough having all that, you know... That stinky clutter stuff. around you and yeah, stinky stuff or whatever. If you guys could see the amount of clutter that is around us right now, <laughs> you'd get the irony of what Corey just said. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's probably a good idea to get this young man a garbage can for the backyard be- so that this doesn't happen again. Yeah. Anywhere that's a well away from the trash. Yeah, truck. no street trash. No. You can play in yard trash, yeah. not in street trash. Yeah, that, that garbage can's got to be fun. There's got to be a reason why he likes playing in it. This kid is going to have a fear of getting squished for the rest of his life. Oh, sure. I mean, no revolving doors for him ever, nope. right? Nope. Um, Ever have any? No tight elevators. No tight elevators. Nope. No, no trash compactors yeah. in his household. Yeah. 
You ever have any uh, odd childhood fears? I mean, I didn't grow up around a lot of revolving doors, so that probably would have been number one on my list. I remember, <laughs> I remember the first time, like just trying to time it, like watching people walk through, <laughs> and just like, all right, so everybody seems to keep moving while they go keep through. The pace, you gotta keep get, the pace, you gotta no get stopping. it just at the right time. <laughs> you know, it's like this is, you know, don't screw this up. You're gonna screw it up for everybody else if you don't get this right. Why do I get this feeling that this was not while you were a child no. and while you were an actual no, no, adult? No, no, no. I, I really did have to like work myself up to it for it and be ready for it because you grew up in the country like how old were you the first time you saw a revolving door man i mean i just fell off the turnip truck (laughs) that's for sure i was i was like i don't know what i'm doing here i basically was barefoot with with uh overalls on when i was trying to walk through it and that's not what i meant i'm simply saying that in your rural town of thirteen thousand residents yeah there were no revolving doors none at the mall, otherwise known as Walmart. Nada. Yeah, I think the first one I ever saw was in a big city, and it was in a big in, in a big skyscraper. Were you eating city ham while mm, you were there? Nope, just country ham <laughs> as always. I had a um, irrational childhood fear, yeah, um, which was not getting squished, and is not something you would have ever had a fear of as a kid either. Oh. being from the country. I nope. was terrified of escalators. Oh yeah. Because I was afraid I was going to get sucked in. Yeah. And so so when you go up or down the escalator, I mean I haven't been on an escalator in years, but there's like a glowing light right yeah. at the very end of it and the little teeth of the escalator kind mm-hmm. of go back and I was terrified that I was going to get like sucked in somehow, that it was going to like grab onto my shoelace and like relentlessly drag yeah. me through the gears and grind me into hamburger. Right. It was like a legit fear. If I wasn't holding my mother's hand when I got on an escalator, she would just get on the escalator and she'd have to go all the way to the top. <laughs> and then she'd have to go back around back and back and down the other side to get me while I'm standing there crying and screaming in the middle of the department store. <laughs> well, I mean, these memories. This, but this, this is a problem with the escalator. The escalator is all fun and games, you know, while everybody's able to drive. Till somebody up gets it. sucked in. Yeah. We've, <laughs> we've heard about stories about this happening. So I would always hop over the end of it. Oh, I would hop. I would always go. hop, you know, try to get air. Where were you when I was six years old? It's probably the best way to do it, honestly. <laughs> no, but it's like, it's, it's, I can't believe that this trash truck driver like had like a camera where he was able to see him inside. Yeah, the, he's, he's on point. That's pretty incredible. And I, also thinking, I would not want to look at garbage all day. Yeah, it's bad enough you're driving it around and smelling Ugh. it all day. Now yeah. you have to look at it and try to identify humans yeah. falling into the trash can. Yeah, because that's not going to happen every day. But man, talk about eagle eyes. You got to be prepared for it, though. Yeah. Um, so you know who would make a great trash man? Who's that? So we have a couple of friends. Oh, who have a? We have friends. We do. Um, who have a toddler? Yes. Who loves trash? He loves the trash. Not like wants to crawl around in the trash, no. but trash is his favorite word. Yeah, it's by a, far. It's a fun word to say. He's discovered that, and yeah. he's having fun saying and it. Everything to him is trash. Now, yes. trash isn't a bad thing. 
Yeah, right. Trash, trash can be a good thing. When when we all walked into his birthday party with gifts, yeah. he would point at the gifts end. and say trash. Yeah. And it was really hard to not be offended by that. But yeah. but you knew trash trash can be good or bad. It's yeah. a neutral word. It's a neutral word. It's a neutral word. It, it, it's it's just, it's almost like filler, like fodder or whatever. Right, because everything is trash to him. Like yeah. the the clothes hamper is laundry trash. Yes. And the recycling bin is circle trash. Yeah, because it's the circle of of the life of the trash. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yes. Um, there is one kind of trash that's bad, and you oh, know what that is. Hot trash. Hot trash. Ooh. Hot trash is bad. Hot trash is like baby language version of dumpster fire. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that the trash is lit on fire. It just means that it's hot and smelly and I don't and I don't pretend to understand what he means. Right. Or the etymology of these words I'm, is that a, is that am I using that word correctly? I, I don't know. It might be. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to question it because I don't know for sure. But I'm starting to wonder if maybe our our little friend here is going to grow up to be a fashion designer because really, let's be honest, like or a it's fashion all critic, trash. it's all trash. It's all trash. Or a film like, critic. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with that trash. 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 Yeah. Trash. <laughs> uh, like on his mom's birthday, I believe he even said to her, "Happy, happy trash day." Happy, happy trash day. Um, he is a Florida baby, though. Yes. I mean, born in Florida, and we got lots of trash around here. Trash is kind of his bag, yeah. right? Yeah. But, I mean, everywhere he looks, it's trash. <laughs> yeah, different types of trash, some some literal, some mm-hmm. metaphorical. <laughs> yep. Our last story comes to us from NBC-2.com. Ah. So, of course, that means it's from our neck of the woods. That's right. This one comes to us from Golden Gate Estates, which is technically Naples, Florida, yep. but you would never hear anybody who lives no, in no, Naples no, 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 refer no. to Golden Gate as Naples, nope. but we won't get into that right yep. now. So police responded to a 911 hang-up call in Golden Gate around 10.30 p.m. last Friday night, uh-huh. and that's where they found 62-year-old Joanna Zielinski and her sister. Oh. The two had been drinking when the sister fell asleep. Mm. So Joanna kept drinking alone for a while and maybe partook in a few more substances. Why would you? And that's when Joanna realized she was allergic to drunk people. Oh no, that's a bad time to find that out. So she did the most rational thing possible. She took her EpiPen and stabbed her sister multiple times trying to sober her up. As you do. Fortunately for the sister, Joanna wasn't holding the pen correctly and never actually injected the medication. Yes, thankfully. Unfortunately for Joanna, this wasn't the first time that she'd attacked her sister. Oh, no. Who, since police were already there responding to that 911 call, decided she wanted to press charges. Oh, boy. So Joanna was arrested and taken to the Naples jail. Oh, well, it's all fun and games until someone gets drunk and stabs their sister with an EpiPen. I mean, I'm an only child, yeah. so I, I don't really understand the sister-sibling dynamic, but right. sisters, sisters, there were never such alcoholic sisters. Oh, I like it. Rosemary yes. Clooney, I apologize. Hey, <laughs> it's part of that musical. You know it is. It, I'm sure it is. I'm yeah. sure they were singing it backstage. Um, So you're doing it wrong, Joanna Zelensky. Yeah. First of all... If you're the one that's allergic, right. you inject yourself. Yes. You don't inject the person you're or thing that you're allergic yeah. to. If you have the EpiPen for you, right. you should only be using it on you. Second of all, 
EpiPen's expensive. Oh, boy. Really, really, really expensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess it's kind of a good thing for multiple reasons that yeah. she, you know, forgot to take the cap off or, yes. or whatever she was doing oh, wrong. Yeah. Um, because, A, that's a waste of money. Yeah. And B... Uh, the horrible things can happen when oh, yeah. you dose somebody with an EpiPen. Yeah, her sister doesn't realize it, how lucky she was that she didn't use it right. Yeah, I used to have to carry an damage. EpiPen. Oh, and, boy. you know, there's a lot of warnings that yeah. say, make sure you're really having anaphylactic shock before yeah. you use this thing because it can raise your blood pressure. It can, you know, make your heart beat faster. If you already have heart problems, like you could have a heart attack from stabbing yourself with yeah, this thing. I would like if I would have had to use that EpiPen on you, I probably would have been like, okay, I know you can't speak with me, but I need you to sign this document first <laughs> so that I make sure that I'm using it at the right time. Please sign otherwise, this waiver. Yes. Because I really, I really would be worried about it. I was terrified that I was going to have to use the thing, and I uh, never did. And thank goodness. I somehow managed to somewhat outgrow my fire ant allergy, mostly because I just kept getting stung, and it was yeah. like getting little allergy shots for the next, you know, four years. Yeah. I wonder if Joanna maybe just thought that she fell asleep and she might have been dreaming this whole thing. Oh, you know how sometimes when you fall asleep and you're dreaming and you're like, and you're everybody's like, oh, it was like, oh yeah, just pinch somebody or pinch pinch yourself to make sure that you're dreaming. Maybe her idea was just, oh, I'll just stab somebody, <laughs> and that'll be that'll probably wake me up. I mean, I'd like to think that I would wake up if I were stabbing somebody. Yeah. I that's... don't know that that's the fact. Well, do me a favor. The next time that we have a few too many, uh-huh. don't stab me. Oh, just don't even don't even bother stabbing me. You know, you can just let me lay there or whatever. Like, just please don't stab me with anything. No epipens. No. No forks. No. No. And I'll dull be sure not to stab knives. you with anything. As oh, well. thank you, kids. Yeah. That's what we call true love, right? That there. is. So what did we learn this week? Well, I learned that dressing like an old lady is a lot like having like a clipboard and a confident wave. It gets you into anywhere that you need to go. But it might not get you that second dose you're looking for. Oh, probably won't. Uh, I learned that some Florida freaks will stop at nothing, not just to get a vaccine, but also just to get out of wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. I also learned that no matter how fun it looks, playing in garbage can get you killed. Uh, or or damn near or damn anywhere. Near. Yeah. And I learned that there is no allergy shot available if you're only allergic to drunks. Uh, I, I, I really wish there was something. Uh, those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And as always, you can find a whole lot of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages. That's right. That's at FLA Freak Show. And while you're there, remember to follow us, like us, and share us at FLA Freak Show. And if you have see a Florida story that we missed, share it with us. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe oh, on yeah. your favorite podcasting platform. Apple Podcasts, Google yeah. Play, Spotify, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Overcast. Hell, listen to them all and just throw us a few stars oh, on every one of them. Oh, that'd be great. Until <laughs> next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Yeah, bye. Bye.